twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll tell you about the new DLR series of digital business two-way radios from Motorola. We'll give you an overview of their features and specifications and compare them to the ever-popular analog Motorola CLS radios. We'll also review the XLT SE110 surveillance earpiece with push-to-talk microphone and take some of your questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. BuyTwoWayRadios.com, your radio specialist. Motorola has just launched a new series of business radios that look and feel a lot like the models in their popular CLS series, but with one important difference. They're digital. Yeah, the, the CLS series has, has been around for years now, and it's consistently one of our best-selling business radios. The, the CLS series for Motorola is uh, kind of small, lightweight, low-powered, one-watt radios, and um, you see them all over. If you go to retail stores, if you go to, to restaurants, you know, big box stores, a lot of them use it, this radio or a variation of the CLS series radio. And it's, it's just so popular because it's so light. And for short-range communication, it does a great job. Now, these radios just came out on the market. And, um, Anthony, you were just recently at a Motorola training session for these to kind of get used to these. Uh, what was your first impression of the radio? Well, I'm always blown away by digital, the way it sounds, but uh, I think the biggest thing was the size of the radio. To me, it looks like if you took a CLP radio and a CLS series radio, they had a baby and it came out as a digital, that's it. I mean, it's got the nice push-to-talk button on it. Um, big push to talk button, just like this, the uh, CLPs, um, but very thin. I mean, that's one of my been one of my gripes about the DTR radio. It's a great radio, but it's it's bigger and bulkier. Um, this is a lot smaller. You know, there's no screen. Um, it's all voice prompt, which is nice. So yeah, I was I was pretty blown away. Um, you know, at first glance on it. The appearance is what got me first. You know, it's, it's the first thing we saw even before we heard it. And I said, man, this is cool. This is a neat little radio. Yeah, you know, at first glance, it looks almost just like a CLS radio except without the screen. Yeah, much. this this new DLR series radio is designed to target those customers that were buying the CLS series radio for sure. But it, it adds a lot of uh, upgrades. Um, number one is, is the digital sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're seeing a lot of uh, movement in the radio industry in general toward digital. 
and uh, the sound is much better out of this radio than you know most analog radios you're going to hear for sure, and uh, definitely the CLS series. So uh, it'd be interesting to see if a lot of those customers that were looking at the CLS series are going to be moving to the DLR now. They look and kind of feel a lot like the CLS radios, but um, really there are some some pretty major differences here. Once, uh, of course, first of all, they're digital as opposed to analog. Uh, and these are operating on 900 megahertz frequencies, and they're using uh, frequency hopping uh, spread spectrum technology, or FHSS. With, uh, yeah, normally on the show when we're talking about digital, we're talking about... Um, NXDN or DMR, and th- this is a different type of digital technology. I think we've done episodes before where we talked about the Motorola DLR series, yeah. but uh, this uses 900 megahertz frequencies, and the frequency hopping spread spectrum technology that you talked about means it's always jumping from one frequency to another. Um, now, that has some advantages. Um, it's license-free, number one, so if you're a business, you don't have to worry about getting a, a license to use these radios. Um, also, uh, 900 megahertz frequencies tend to work better in buildings and around steel and concrete than even UHF frequencies. So that's an advantage. Yeah, you know, one thing that I thought was very interesting about these as opposed to the CLS radios is um, that the CLS radios, um, they are advertised as uh, by Motorola as working, uh, uh, I think, within 250,000 square feet or 25 floors, right? These, they kind of up that a little bit. To uh, 300,000? 300, yeah, up to 300,000 square feet and, and 30 floors. Now, Anthony, you said that uh, somebody actually tried this in a hotel or something? Yeah, Mario, who's a, a one of the engineers at Motorola, he was in Chicago debuting the radio, and they were in the... 26-story hotel, and it he says it got full coverage. Mm. There's a lot to be said for that, especially for a little radio like that. No repeater or, or anything. In, in yeah, I mean, I I'm, think I'm going to take a couple up to Charlotte and test it out. Take it into one of these high-rises and see if I can get past security and try it out. <laughs> you know, see if it... Because, <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, that's, you know, typically you know, 900 megahertz, you know, it basically doubles that of the UHF frequency range, so it's going to be a lot stronger signal. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's if it's covering that. Um, you know, it's typically in a high rise. You you need some sort of repeater when yeah, using UHF. Yeah. It's just that's just how it is. But um, especially one that tall, like you know, twenty thirty floors. Or yeah, more. yeah, that's that kind of blows me away, really. Um, well, if it, it's the 900 megahertz frequencies that work better than UHF, so we would expect it to be a little better. But um, it's exciting to see that they've they've done the testing and you know they stand behind the um, numbers that they're putting out. We've sold a couple to a couple hotels so far, so we'll see. Um, you know, it's like I said in the past, we've always had to put people on a repeater capable radio or um, an IP radio, something of that nature, to get coverage, but. Um, I mean, I've got a customer that's got a million square feet building, and mm-hmm. they use the DTR radios, and they get coverage throughout the whole building. One and of the things that's impressive, actually, it really is something we probably should mention about the 900 megahertz technology. That's not something that is repeater capable. So if you've yeah. got a, if um, you're, you're right on the border of that 300,000 square feet or 30 floors, and you know you're, you're 
got a little more coverage than, than the radio can handle, you don't have a lot of options as far as upgrading or putting a repeater in. So if you think you're you know, close to the range of this radio, you might want to consider something else. But if you're one of those customers that have been using a, a CLS radio, you're going to be more than happy with this DLR. Okay, so um, the new DLR series currently consists of two models. You have the, the DLR-1020 and the DLR-1060. Now, the DLR-1020, and you're actually, you actually got one there in front of you right now. Um, this is the lower-end model, and then it has two channels, right? Uh, and uh, uh, both of these operate on one watt of power which makes it even more amazing when you're talking about going through, you know, uh, 26 floors and a high-rise. Uh, but this one's two channels and one watt. Right, and, and uh, yeah. it sells for 209 mm-hmm. There's also a six-channel version, the DLR-1060, and uh, that one sells for $10 more at 219 The only difference between the two models in this series is the number of channels. So if, if you need more channels... Um, go with the extra $10. And you know, with this radio series, I'm probably going to recommend that most people get the six-channel model. With the CLS series, it's kind of the opposite. Usually, most companies that are using this size radio only need one channel. But with the digital technology, there's so many more capabilities with this radio. You can program a channel to be a a one-to-one communication with an individual. So it it works a little differently than a traditional radio where you have a channel and everybody's always on the same channel. Right. Um, and that's who hears when you, you transmit, you can um, communicate one-to-one with a, an individual radio user mm-hmm. with this radio. And you can say program channel two to be, you know, Anthony's radio. Now, both of these models though um, have all of the features that's right. The DLR radios. In other words, uh, uh, just because you're getting the lower end model doesn't mean you're losing any features other than than uh, missing a couple of channels. Uh, all of the other standard features are are there. Well, what do we got for standard features here, Anthony? Uh, it's got a nice voice prompt system on it. Um, one thing I thought was really neat through the programming software, you can program. It's got a text to voice app on there, so you can type in rick and it will will say rick and it's 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 pretty uh pretty awesome um you know that helps with trying to find your personal contact or somebody you're trying to contact or channel numbers things like that yeah there's no display on this radio but those voice prompts help you figure out where you are what channel you're on that type of thing exactly um it's got the direct call feature uh you know for one-on-one uh to a group you know if you got a maintenance group and you want everybody in that maintenance group to hear it but you don't want the warehouse group to hear it you can call them um, directly Um, alert tones this top button is is programmable um, between call all and private reply so i i guess that means that if you want to press this button and set it to private reply only the person that just said something will hear your your message back yes it's um way that works is if the main radio calls out to everyone if that button is programmed to that feature let's say you call out to everybody here in our building and i hit that button i'm the only one that can respond nobody else can respond and then it it goes away after you know no one's talking on do i only hear your reply yes or does everybody hear my reply? no not everybody will hear your reply okay 
Now that button naturally defaults to the private reply, but you once again you can program, you can program it to program do a couple of things, sorts of yeah. things. Yes, um, which is nice. It has a um, another feature they showed us was it's got a over the air cloning. Um, you can That's basically nice set the master radio up in clone mode. We had six radios sitting there, and Mario put his in the clone mode, and then we all held down a couple buttons and hit the button, and it his radio beeped, and then ours beeped, and it was cloned. We changed wow. settings first to, you know, we couldn't talk, and then we pressed some buttons, and it over-the-air cloned to that radio. That's and it, nice and it will clone yeah. to... It, they don't have to be in the same room. As long as they're within distance, transmitting distance... You know, if, if you've got six radios out in the warehouse, you know, if they can hear you talking, they can hmm. accept a wireless clone. You know, that can come in really handy if you have to do some sort of reprogramming on the fly in case of some sort of you, you still have situation to, or scenario. You can just get it's, everybody. It's great. I mean, it, you, but you have to let everybody know. You have to have right. some way of letting everybody know to put their radio to press these certain buttons to accept this clone. All right, all right. Um, but yeah, I mean it's 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 got a lot of. Uh, yeah, we know. should probably mention Motorola has made the the programming software for this radio publicly available. Yes, and it's fairly user friendly, mm-hmm. and I think it's designed so that once a business buys this radio, they can go in and set up their own groups and put in the names of everyone who's using the radios, and write the the programming to a radio and and do this clone that you're talking about. Now, do you recommend that people do that? Normally, we, we're the ones that program the radios, and customers aren't usually dealing with that. Yeah, usually, I mean, on the even with the DTR radios, I mean, I don't think I've ever programmed any for anybody because it's usually something that needs to be done on the fly out there because they want certain names put in, and they've got, you know, somebody that's dedicated to putting that, you know, doing and that. And the DTR is similar where the software is, is kind of set up exactly. for, for the end user to be doing that. And it's, you know, it's a free download. I think you need like a $28 cable, mm-hmm. um, and it's, it's very it's it takes some getting used to but once you're if you have any computer experience at all if you can download stuff to your iphone you can figure this out it's pretty you know it's pretty simple and then once you get everything put in it's just a matter of writing all your radios so i guess the bottom line is if you want you can use this radio right out of the box and and you probably use it just like a cls radio and uh if you want to take advantage of any of the advanced functionality $28 programming cable will allow you to Yeah, to you, and, it, do and that. especially too if you've got um if you've got older you say you got DTR radios and you used them out of the box mm-hmm. and you want something smaller, these will work right out of the box with the DTR radios. Um you know, no problem. Matter of putting the battery in and turning it on. Um Unfortunately, these will not work with any regular analog radio. So if you're using CLS yeah. radios or, or RDX or, or any other it. analog radios now, you're not going to be able to use these in your current fleet. You'll have to. I was getting ready to say that because we got a lot of people that, are, you know, that a lot of the other DMR radios and uh, NXDN radios, they have both capability of analog and digital. So you've got some folks that have old analog radios and, they go, oh, well, I need new radios. I'm going to switch over to digital and use them on analog until my other ones crap out right. on me. And then mm-hmm. we'll switch everything over to digital once it's – And that's don't a have that capability option. with so many digital radios, but not – Unfortunately, the, here, I mean, I could see a lot of people having CLSs that want to jump up to this and go, well, I can't necessarily pull the trigger on buying a whole new fleet. Um, you know, that's the only thing I could see being the difference. But 
Yeah, if, if you're buying all new radios, this is definitely one you want to consider. If you're looking to expand your fleet, then probably not. Now, once again, a comparison, uh, just to summarize this, the DLR and the CLS radios are not compatible with each other. The, the DLRs are digital, CLS are analog. Um, the CLS has have displays. The DLRs don't, but they do have the voice prompts, and that uh, that can be very important, a very important substitute for the displays. Right. Uh, they both have one watt of power, both of those series, and... Um, the DLR radios, of course, have offer some features that the CLS radios uh, lack simply because they're they're analog radios, um, and and pretty much the DLR ten twenty is kind of the digital equivalent of the CLS eleven ten. The DLR ten sixty is roughly the equivalent of the CLS fourteen ten in their respective series. Sort of with the CLS yeah. series, you actually have some differences, small differences between the yeah. two models. These these radios, literally, the only thing that's different between the ten twenty and the ten sixty is the number of yeah. channels. Yeah. yeah, I think the CLS series you may get vibrate, vibrate alert on or something the on the fourteen ten versus eleven ten. Yeah. yeah. Now, the DLR radios uh, have greater clarity, of course, being digital. The DLRs, um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, they have a little more range than the CLS radios in that respect. That's right. For the most part. Um, but um, when it comes to accessories, and this is what we're going to talk about now, accessories, this is the good news on that. Uh, both series use the standard Motorola M1 connector. So uh, they can use, for the most part, they can use pretty much all the same Standard analog accessories. Yeah, the, the audio accessories are going to be compatible between um, Motorola RDX, RM, um, CLS series. All those audio accessories will plug into the DLR radio and work just fine. Even some of the uh, other accessories are compatible too. Uh, it uses well, not not with the CLS, but that it uses the same BT90 uh, battery in the DLR as is used in the CLP radios. And so, it will be it can be charged by the same charger that you charge your CLS radio in. Yes, yes. And Anthony enlightened me on that uh, just just yesterday as a matter of fact. But they do use different chargers and holders in that respect. But yeah, you it, it comes can. with a rapid charger. If you use it in a CLS charger, you're going to get a slow charge. Mm-hmm. So really, we recommend you use the charger that's included with the radio or buy a special uh, multi-charger for the, the DLR series. But if, if you have a lot of CLS chargers, you can get away with that in a pinch. Now, the DLR radios are a bit slimmer than the uh, CLS radios. Let's say about, what, 20 25% slimmer, maybe a little bit more. Um, yeah, and it, it's very light, too. This yeah. is a great-feeling radio. But for that reason, you can't really – well – I tried this. I actually tried to put a DLR radio into a CLS holster, and it, it would actually it would actually fit, but it was kind of skewed in there. You know, it wasn't it wasn't a very good fit, and, it, and I wouldn't recommend it. Really, yeah. <laughs> you really want to use the DLR holster with the DLR radios if you have to in a pinch. You could probably get away with it, but uh, it's really not going to fit all that well. Right. So. But, uh, and yeah, I, I would do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See where I can cram it in there, you know, uh, and without breaking it. Um, but uh, overall, uh, what do you think of this DLR series? I, I personally, I think that, uh, and everything seems to be trending towards a digital environment or a digital 
uh, the new digital technologies for radios. Um, but uh, I think I think this is a winner. I, I personally like these radios, and I, I personally like them a little more than the CLS myself. But um, these are pretty much aimed at the same markets as the CLS radios, right? The retail, hospitality, absolutely the that same kind of market. Thing. Yeah, hotels. Motorola is trying to get their CLS customers to move to this radio, and I don't think that will be a bad decision at all. We kind of gloss over it, but the audio quality on this radio is the reason to go with it. Yeah. With a CLS, like with any analog radio, the further you get away from the transmitting radio, you're going to get reduced quality. With this, you're going to get a, a strong, powerful audio signal no matter where you are. If you're mm-hmm. getting a signal, it's going to be crystal clear no matter where you are. It's going to be just like you're standing beside the person that's transmitting. And um, it's easy to gloss over that, but that is the reason to go with this radio. For sure. Oh, one other thing that we should uh, tell everyone is that, uh, and I think uh, you alluded to this earlier, Anthony, but uh, to clarify, these are compatible with the DTR series. Yes. So um, if you have existing DTR radios, uh, then you can go ahead and purchase these, and Mm -hmm. then they should be able to work out of the box with those. There are a couple drawbacks to this that, that aren't major things i don't believe but people should be aware of before buying them and that number one is they're not repeater capable so if you think there's a chance where you're going to need considerably more range in the future um this probably isn't the radio for you but neither is the cls series that radio is also not repeater capable radio neither are the dtr radios that's right um, another is that this is proprietary Motorola technology. You're kind of locked into Motorola with this radio, which if you're going to be locked into a, a two-way radio manufacturer, Motorola is the one to pick. Yeah, not the biggest they, name out there. They're not going anywhere. Um, but those are a couple of things that you, you need to be aware of, and they shouldn't be deal breakers by any means. So would you call this a cool little radio, Anthony? I'm excited about mm-hmm. it. I think if it, uh, you know, I'm, I, I told the people that ordered, already to give us feedback because we can all and i'm gonna do my own test but I, so far i think they hit a home run on it i think that the size is great i mean i've had dental offices buy the dtr radios for years and i think they're gonna see this and go this is great you know the, the dtr radio is a lot heavier um yeah, dental offices that are using DTRs should absolutely move to this radio. I think that would be a really, really good market for this. I can understand it just because of the privacy thing. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot less interference. Right. Um, you know, and, and for privacy issues. But that's yeah, right. The, you can't really use a scanner to overhear um, communications on this radio. Yeah. So, so if you're looking for a little more privacy with the business radios, this, this would be a good way to go. And it's light enough that, especially for doctor's offices, dental offices, you know, a lot of times they're wearing scrubs and they don't want anything mm-hmm. real heavy. And that's what I liked about the CLP radio. Um, this one here, um, even in the the holster, you could wear a lanyard around here, you know, and wear it around your neck. Yeah, that's uh, right. I mean, it's light enough that it's, um, and it's right there. Plug an earpiece in or, or use it without an earpiece even. Um, so I think, I think they've done a really nice job with it, so... But the proof is in the pudding, so we'll see how it ends up testing out and things like that. All right. Any other thoughts on the uh, the DLR series radios? 
Um, I don't think so. Well, I, I do want to say I don't mean to imply that this meets HIPAA compliance regulations or anything for use yeah. in dental. <laughs> I'm not sure if it does or not. Yeah, but that's um, true. don't uh, take me saying that it's you know more private to mean that it's it's completely legal. I know there's some issues in the medical field with um, with you know, people overhearing communications and, and yeah, exactly. Hopefully, you're not broadcasting that kind of information yeah. over yeah, radio definitely. waves anyway. Yeah, you shouldn't be yeah. saying patient information over a radio, regardless. You know, that's a that's a whole other topic right there. <laughs> that's probably something Stay I tuned. never thought. Of, yeah, I never thought that we would actually cover HIPAA on a on a radio show, a two way radio show. But uh, it stands to reason that at some point we probably will have to do that. Oh, that comes up a lot with yeah. customers. Um, and we have yeah, a lot of customers in the medical field, and that. It's a concern for sure. All right. Well, coming up, we'll review the XLT SE110 surveillance earpiece with Push to Talk microphone. Is this a sound stealth accessory, or should we just stick it in our ear? We'll find out next on the Two Way Radio Show. Searching for two-way radios? Buy Two-Way Radios has what you need. Buy Two-Way Radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name-brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. Buy Two-Way Radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. Our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays. Buy Two-Way Radios at buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to the Two-Way Radio Show, and this week we're going to review a surveillance earpiece with push-to-talk microphone from XLT, the SE-110. Uh, this is probably one of our more popular earpieces. Um, I think it's just because of the way it looks. A lot of people like the stealth Secret Service look, and the uh, SE-110 is definitely that. Um, we've been selling this th- uh, this this style of earpiece for years and and it's done done really really well um from uh, security to uh, retail stores um uh, you know all, all across the board i've got some dentists that even like wearing this thing um because it's discreet and it's you know it's unless you're looking you don't know something's in somebody's ear yeah um but good sound quality out of the uh you know, there's a there's a clear tube that's hooked to that transducer there where that speaker is, and that's what pumps that that uh, sound through that clear tube, and it sits inside your ear with a uh, mushroom tip, uh, soft rubber earpiece that goes inside the ear. Um, pretty comfortable, kind of noise canceling. I mean, it's it seals the ear canal off pretty well. Um, so if you're in kind of a noisy environment like a club or something, yeah, like got a lot that, of nightclub guys know. that like it. Um, yeah. You know, so, um, but it's pretty simple. I mean, it's just a, you know, clear tube goes in the ear. Uh, you got a push to talk microphone that's halfway down the wire that you clip to your shirt or your jacket and the other end plugs into your radio. And we've got this, 
we've got just about every connector available that you know that we sell you know the kenwoods of the motorola's you know consumer and business on those uh, icom kenwood um got it pretty much covered across the board yeah you could plug these into the uh, uh dlr radios as a matter of fact you yeah. could be worked yeah well i measure the entire length of this cable it's actually pretty long so you got a lot of you know you've got a lot of wire that you can tuck and move around and, and hide you know on this thing it's not exactly a, a, a short cable where you're going to be tugging at it all the time or something like that yeah i mean it's good for most applications there are is a two wire surveillance ear piece that is available as well um that the the push to talk is actually on a separate wire lead so it gives you a lot more uh flexibility as far as running it down a shirt sleeve or a jacket sleeve or um you know whatever the case may be it gives you more options on that but uh Oh, that's that's the SE four forty, right? You're right. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> nice job knowing your part numbers. <laughs> um, but it's a good price point on here. I think that's what lures a lot of people to it. Um, Twenty four ninety nine. I mean, I've seen, um, I've seen some surveillance earpieces, whether they're OEM or other aftermarket companies that are twice, three times as much yeah. as this. Yeah, sometimes even yeah. higher. Um, I've seen some that get up to like 60, 80 bucks for, for one of these. That's right. Um, you know, and some of those may be, you know, there, there's, there's certain applications I won't put on this. You know, this is great for most applications, though. But there's certain applications, um, you know, law enforcement, you know, EMTs, things like that. I'm going to recommend another product. But for restaurants, mm-hmm. retail stores, you know, light security work. This thing's great, or still kind of security like, like a bouncer in a bar or something yeah, or, like that. Or you know, the guy, a mall cop. Yeah, mall you know, cop. But a Paul Blart. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put it on. You know, a SWAT team member or yeah. anything like that by any means. But uh, um, you know, and you get um, an extra mushroom tip. So you get two mushroom tips. The piece that goes inside the ear with the in the package. But we also have replacement parts for them mm-hmm. which a lot of people don't um you know over time that clear tube is going to get it's going to start to dry out and things like that and instead of buying a whole new earpiece you could buy just a clear tube you can buy replacement uh we've got several churches that buy these and they've got different elders that are you know working uh each sunday and they don't want to stick something that's been in, in their ear that's been in somebody else's so they buy neither would i but <laughs> they buy a bag of mushroom tips yeah you know and and just and do it that way yeah, um, we, we sell the mushroom tips in like 100 packs i believe yeah, yeah anything from a two pack to a 10 pack to a 25 pack up to a 100 pack um so um and one year warranty on it. it's made by xlt communications who we've talked about quite a few times on the the podcast over the years so um, One know. thing I like about it, I, I did a lot of testing on surveillance earpieces, and these are loud. Um, these and the the 440s um, are loud. And w- what it came down to, and in all my testing, there's a, a twist-off style of surveillance earpiece that a lot of manufacturers use, and it's kind of convenient. It lets you easily switch the, the clear tube out. But every time I've seen the twist-off style the volume is considerably lower. It's like you, you lose volume out that twist connector somehow. It's not a, an airtight um, like joint or something where, where that connects. It's kind of a trade-off in there. Yeah. So 
um, XLT Communications doesn't use the twist-off style specifically because of the volume issue. They used to have one that w- was twist-off, but they kind of went away from that mm-hmm. because of the volume problems. So if, if you're looking for an earpiece to use in a loud environment, like a nightclub or something like that, look look at this one because the, you do have more volume mm-hmm. than you can get out of some other styles. And that's not to say this is difficult to remove if you have to remove and replace it because it's really not. No, it snaps on and... You know, if you have if you're changing it out every day, it might the connector might get a little weak. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to do that every day, but uh, uh, say you know periodically is you. Not better just get the, users. get get a bunch of extra clear uh, mushroom tips for. Yeah, that's a lot yeah, easier. A lot probably to, the best way to go. Um, a lot easier to do. Okay, so we give this uh, two thumbs up then. Definitely, always have. All right. Any other uh, comments or? Uh, uh, anything on the uh, SE110? Okay. Um, all right. Well, we have some comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. And actually, mostly what we have, well, we have some questions. The first question comes from Lee, and um, uh, he's responding to um, uh, the Titerra MD380. Uh, and that, you know, of course, we. Um, we announced that in uh, episode, what was it, 92, I think, a couple episodes ago in the podcast. They're all a blur to me at this point. So we've had, a, we, we've had ever since, uh, ever I'm since that podcast. I've made it through 94 podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so ever since we, uh, we launched the, the Titerra uh, MD380, we've had quite a, a bit of positive response on it. I'm uh, really impressed with that. But uh, Lee wants to know, is the Titerra 380 mil spec rated for water resistance or drop thanks and that's from lee um i don't think it really is is it it's not really uh, i don't believe so um I, i'm not saying it doesn't meet mil spec but i don't believe that titera is claiming that it's mil spec and and i don't think that they've tested it to meet those uh standards um that's a durable little radio. It, it, I don't, yeah, I don't think durability is going to be an issue. I, I would guess that it would meet those specs if tested against it, but um, I haven't seen where it, it has been um, tested. You don't see that from a lot of Chinese-made radios anyway, just because, yeah. I mean, you're... Yeah, mil spec may be something different in well in China, that, and it's going to be something that's going to add to the price of that radio. So they're having to do these, have an independent company test these features. Your hundred and seventy five dollar DMR radio probably just jumped to a two hundred fifty dollar DMR radio. I mean, I'll yeah, I'll roll the dice on it. I mean, it feels to me. I mean, I've felt a lot of radios over the years, and it feels feels like a stout. business quality radio, right? No doubt, yeah, it's a it pretty, doesn't pretty solid radio. Lot, I mean, I put it up there. It feels like a. I've, you know, next to like the Wushan radios because they're pretty, pretty, you know, a lot more durable feeling than a Baofeng. Yeah, that's um, for sure. That's for sure. And I've used, I've used both, and, and it, uh, it's definitely, it definitely feels more solid. But it's like anything else radio. out there. I mean, if it gets dropped just right, it's gonna break. I mean, it's, it's, if it hits just right, if it, you know, it's gonna break. Um, you know, well, I guess so. I guess this would lend itself to uh, to a video where we can drop one from the roof and see what. Happens. We'll drop yours from the roof. <laughs> no, no like, that's okay. I like mine too much to drop from the roof. I like mine a lot too. I tell you, I really do like it. Um, but um, and and actually, we've got a follow up uh, to that when you mentioning it as a business radio. We're going to mention here in just a minute. But um, the, our next question comes from Mark, and Mark wants to know. 
Is there a reason that you decided to carry the MD380 instead of the DMUVF10? Thanks, and that's from Mark. There was a big reason for that. I mean, we liked we liked the way that the DMUF10 looked. It looked like a you know cool little radio. Looked, I liked everything about it, the way it looked. But um, the biggest thing was is it uses um, a different technology. Yeah, uh, um, it's a digital radio, but it uses uh, DPMR technology, which is more along the lines of the Next Edge digital technology. Yeah, you see DPMR used a lot in, in Europe and used a in lot Asia. It, it hasn't really caught on over here. I mean, there's nothing wrong with using it over here, but you, you don't see it a lot, and uh, we don't see a lot of demand for it. So um, it seems like DMR is, is where things seem to be going. It, it is on yeah. so many different aspects. I mean, it's you know, the most popular DMR radios are turbo radios, but they're expensive. This will talk to it. The amateur community is loving this radio. I mean, they're absolutely yep, loving this radio are. because DMR ham is taking off like crazy. It really is. It seemed like everybody was talking about D-Star for a while, and then now that DMR radios are really starting to take hold, that's what everybody seems to be gravitating towards. A lot of a lot of hams are gravitating towards it. I'm not saying that... that um, uh, the other formats are dead, but by any means, because there are plenty of other repeaters out for those. But uh, it, it really does seem like DMR is is growing and rather rapidly too. It is all over the all over the U.S. It is also DMR uses TDMA, mm-hmm. and TDMA is is pretty much a commercial standard. So uh, in the industry, so uh, it stands to reason that this would be a natural choice for commercial use as well. Now, having said that. We just discovered that uh, the MD380 was just uh, type accepted by the FCC for Part 90. So up until this point, it, it really was pretty much the domain for hams. But now that it's been type accepted for Part 90, now that opens the door for it to be used uh, commercially by businesses. Right. And, and DMR has been used by business for a long time, and this is going to be... Uh, really huge for this radio. I mean, now yeah. you're talking a $180 radio that does DMR. It's available for business use. Uh, we expect it to be really, really popular for big. that. I mean, yeah. it's been big already, you know, on the amateur side, but this takes it, you know, it's a whole new playing field now. And this will give people a lot more reason, I think, to jump over to, to DMR. You know, if you're kind of on the fence. And it's, and it's capable of doing both. So mm-hmm. like I mentioned earlier, if you have a bunch of old analog, you know, CP200s and you, yeah, we're, we want them to talk to those still. We don't quite want to get out of it. but And it's basically just a, a, a flip of the switch on the, uh, on the programming software. You just change a few things and run them analog until those other ones go out and then switch all the new MD380s over to digital. Text mess. I mean, it's got all the same capabilities. It's a, it's a, they're, they're great little radios. Good point. Good point. Well, we have a question uh, from Mike, and this is also about the MD380. Um, Mike uh, was responding to um, when we were mentioning encryption with the radio, 
And we've actually had a couple people ask the same question, basically, about encryption. And I think we probably need to clarify what we mean by that. Uh, Mike's asking, uh, encryption as in simple voice inversion? If so, can the security keys be changed via the software provided? Or is it fixed, simple voice inversion encryption with these digital rigs? Confused as there are several encryption methods in two-way radios. Clarification, please. And that's from Mike. You know, we're talking about encryption. We're not talking about, you know, these are digital radios. These are not analog. So when we're talking about uh, encryption, I think there's a little bit of, of confusion there as to what we mean by that. And we're not talking about the, the typical type of voice inversion or other encryptions used to encrypt the voice communications that are scrambled the voice or something like that in, uh, in an analog radio. We're talking about... Um, packet encryption because digital radios use uh, use a packet technology you're not sending over actually analog uh, transmissions or voice transmission uh, in an analog mode you're sending over digital packets of digital information those packets are encrypted uh, and so that's a completely different thing so, right and and you can specify encryption keys in the software with mm -hmm. the MD380 and uh, I think there are several different methods. Yeah, basic in, in, and enhanced yeah. features for the encryption. Yeah, and the encryption that's used here is the basic, uh, is the DMRT Tier 2 standard, um, which is basically uh, the, the standard compatible with the Motorola Turbos. Um, mm -hmm. It all has to do with encrypting the packets of data that go over, and it has nothing to do with actually scrambling voice communications. Right. So we just want to make that clear uh, uh, to, to those who really uh, are confused as to what we mean by encryption in the digital realm. Well, I guess that does it for our comments and questions this week. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buy2wayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. Of course, you can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on iTunes, Blueberry.com, or stream it to your tablet or smartphone on Stitcher. Um, I guess that does it for our, uh, our show this week. Uh, before we go, uh, any, any final comments on anything? I don't think so. All right. Well, today's show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, by Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com. Well, everyone, as always, thanks for listening, and until next time for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Sawyer. I'm Danny Themester. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're out. <laughs>